welcome, friends. Oh, no. <laughs> this is Pacific North Wicked. A true crime podcast. That's isn't it. It's in the Pacific Northwest. It's, That's where stuff happens. Yeah, we just tell weird shit. That's about it. Come listen. Hang out with us. Subscribe to our channel. That's not it. Yeah. The podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Hang out. We'll be goofy. Uh, you'll laugh a little bit. Hopefully you don't cry, but it sounds like this one you might. I don't know. Yeah, you probably yeah. won't cry. We haven't recorded in like a month, so we yeah. don't remember our own intro. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, so um, also the last episode that I published was like a month old. Like you said, it was like a month, a full month. Yeah. I'm going to unwrap this candy real quick. It's going to be kind of loud. Ripped it, ripped it off like a band-aid. Anyway, um, yeah, it's been a while. Yep. How the hell have you been? Busy. Working. Can you hear me chewing? Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear me breathe? Always. <laughs> I'm like a fucking pug. How much overtime have you worked this month? This month, not that bad, because I've... But I was on vacation for mm. a week. But... Don't I worry. love when you have vacation and still get ten drafts in for the month. Oh, I got six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it was a good time. It's fun, really and, fun. And I worked a normal overtime shift, so I guess I did seven. Mm. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. But if you keep in mind that I only work like sixteen shifts and didn't work four of them, I only worked twelve. So almost every day I work was overtime. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that hurts. Hurts yeah. my heart. Yeah. How's your uh, mental health doing? Mental health? Where's, where is she? Who knows? No one knows. She's gone. Well, yeah. I mean, she left a while ago, but... Yeah. It's fine. No, I've been all right. Yeah, do you, she she said in an Eeyore voice. Yeah. I've been all right. Well, we're decorating for Christmas, and that's my bread and butter, so... That is the shit. Yeah. It's been making me feel happier, but... That's good. Tyson did all the decorating. Um, and it looks fucking gorgeous. It does. Did you see my house when yes, you pulled up? Oh my I god! Like, I almost cried cool. when I looked at it. I was like, "It looks so beautiful." I was very impressed. It's so gorgeous. I gotta put my lights up tomorrow. Probably. I'm so impressed with him. He did it all in one day. It took really? him a long time, though. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a lot of detail. It was work. a lot of light, and then mm-hmm. he also <laughs> he strung it wrong, so he did it the wrong direction. So then when he got to like plug it into the the extension cord, he was like. Fuck. <laughs> oh, no. So then he had to, like, run an extra extension cord to reach it out. It was it was fun. He got it. That's good. It just took him a little extra time. How's your work been? Great. Today I made Grinch videos. Yesterday I decorated umbrellas. Umbrellas? I said, umbrellas. There was a Christmas event, and then, like, you saw in my Grinch video. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, so the umbrellas are for the Christmas event, and it's outdoor. So they have, like, light, lights on them. Mm-hmm. So people can put them up, and they're clear, and then they have the lights, and they're really, really pretty. So I've been hot gluing and, like, tying these fairy lights on to yeah. umbrellas. It's been fun. Wow, I like it. Yeah. That's cool. They're really pretty. I'm really excited for you. Thank you. And then I also grant stuff, but that's been less. I've done a lot less writing this week. Mm-hmm. And then at a point today, I was like, my eyes hurt so bad because I've just been staring at the computer screen nonstop. I accidentally forgot to take my first break because I was like hyper-focused on making this video. Yeah. Because they're fun. I like doing it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Anyway, it's been nice. Well, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Me too. And we're going to Mexico next week. Yeah. And I just (sighs) left Mexico. It's so soon. 
We all go to Mexico. We all go to Mexico. It's part of life. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone travels. Steph's going. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out Steph. Shout she'll out Steph. In, she'll be in Mexico. We need to get her back on. I know. We need to get her to um, study some witchy stories or something on her over one of her graveyard yes. trips when there's not much to do. When you are, when you aren't knitting like a couple old biddies, um, mm-hmm. tell her to research something. I made a little octopus yesterday. Did you? Yeah, and a little whale. It's like blue. Why didn't you send me a picture? I will when Please I get do. home. The whale's not completed yet because it's got only a tail but no fins. I think so it's we like, need a whale sound to accompany that. <laughs> yeah, don't have to ask you. me twice. That's beautiful. I'll no do problem. it in public. It. I hope Tyson Cute. hears it and is like, what the fuck is happening up there? like, yeah, that's them. Yep. Sounds about right. Yeah. That sounds like them. Courtney told me that you, she texted you and asked if we were fighting or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, fighting. why don't you have an episode out? Oh, yeah. And I was like, I just have, I've been busy. Mm-hmm. She thought you guys might have been. Not talking or something. Yeah. Bitch, no. <laughs> she's like, she, Kirstie said, that bitch is the love of my life. <laughs> and <he did>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Wait, how dare you think that? Yeah, and I was like, absolutely. <laughs> We've just been busy. <laughs> yeah, I finished my first term of classes. I got A's in both of them. Yay! And now I'm <laughs> kind of struggling this term. Just because we had one week off. It was just yeah. one week. Yeah. And it wasn't enough. And I was, like, busy that whole week still. And now it's Christmas time, mm-hmm. so work's super busy, and mm-hmm. I'm going to Mexico, and we also have real Christmas, not just Christmas at work. Mm-hmm. And then we also have a Christmas party for work. And then there's a city council meeting that I'm not going to get to go to, but I have to do all this work for it. I'm like, oh, it's a lot. Oh, goodness. It's fun. It's just a lot of yeah. A lot of puzzle pieces to try to fit together. Your but it feels full. like it's from three different puzzles. Because it is. And they're not the right shapes, and they're all made of different material. Mm-hmm. One's made of styrofoam, which is not fun to work with. The other's made of these tiny, really nice wood pieces. Yes. That one's great. Yeah. And then we have the cardboard one. That one's fine. Yeah. We'll like the fucking, chipboard. Yeah, we'll bend it. Yeah. Yep. You can make it fit anywhere. What do you have for me today? A very, very sad Am I going to cry? Probably. Okay. I just had to be ready. Okay. I'm bundling up for a scary story. Yep. Okay. Tis the scariest of them all, because it's true. Okay. All right. I'm going to put on my work voice, and I'm going to tell you in the most matter-of-fact and try-not-to-cry story that I can. And I did a different twist on it, because I'm not saying anyone's names. Okay. No names. I'm not even putting ballpark year. Like, there's one year that I mention in here, and it's not even a year. I mention a decade, actually. Okay. And I don't mention anything else because I don't want anyone that probably knows the story. It's very, very, very sad. So, okay. And to protect their identities and the victims that have, or the family that's going through, probably grieving forever for it. Yeah. So... All right. Here we go. Time to lower my voice and show no emotion. I know you can do it. Yeah. I was going to say I believe you in you, and I was like, wait, I know you can do that. Yep. (laughs) I've witnessed it. Yep. Here's my work voice. A year after giving birth, 
our suspect lost custody of our victim due to drug use and suspected abuse, both neglect and physical abuse. She had two other children who she also lost custody of at the time, and the father of these children was in prison, so they went into foster care. The other two children never returned to our suspect's custody because they wrote letters to the judge begging them not to be sent back to her. And they were how old? Didn't okay. say. Okay. That one. Old enough to I, write a letter. Yeah, old enough to write a letter. Or have somebody write them. But I didn't get any, there were no ages listed for them, okay. likely because they were children. Yeah. Fair. Um. However, the littlest one, our victim, the one who will ultimately be sentenced to suffer for the rest of her short life, would return to her mother's custody after five and a half years in foster care. So she's about six and a half. Jeez. During her five years in foster care, the suspect got a job working as a cashier and had yet another child. Great. She would also meet a man who would become a stepfather to our victim. They had another child together, and years later, everyone moved to another state. Okay, so three kids in total in their custody now. Yep. Okay. Okay. So now, right, kind of mentioned abuse. It's going to get significantly worse and extremely fast. We're going to go down a, like, the steepest of slopes, and the slope is made out of shit. Great. And we're tumbling face first. That's so gross. You're welcome. I hate that picture that you just painted. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yep. I'm ready for the shit. That's how I felt. So show me the pieces. If that wasn't a trigger trigger warning, the painter, the painting I just made in your own head. Yeah. I don't know how else to tell you that you might want to back away now. Our victim was enrolled in middle school after she moved. She attended in very worn out clothes, causing other classmates to make fun of her. Hmm. But our victim is mighty resilient and still loved attending school. Per sources. It was quoted that she liked writing and reading poetry and being away from home. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I can only imagine why that was the case. Yeah. Classmates and teachers began noticing that our victim was very thin and always hungry. They would share food with her, like her friends and like lunch aids and stuff. Our victim at one point even wrote a letter to a school official that she was being denied food at home. And detailed some of her abuse. The victim did? Mm-hmm. She, in her letter, she wrote, quote, Forced to eat chili peppers and forced to sit on her knees for long periods of time for punishment. Sometimes oh she'd be given heavy objects to hold while doing that. That's BTK shit. Yeah. School officials then alerted DHS, opening an investigation. Interviews and a home check found a home full of food and, quote, conflicting statements, which from our suspect was that the victim was a chronic liar. Well, okay. (laughs) Anybody can fucking say that. Mm -hmm. Well, of course she's going to say that. Yeah. Leaving the case to be titled with a disposition of unable to determine. Friends weren't allowed at the house for our victim, and our victim told them about being beat at home. Officials and friends' parents reached out to DHS again, and nothing. Instead, our suspect took her out of school 
to homeschool her after all this suspicion. One parent said the person they spoke with for CPS, DHS, downplayed what she was reporting to her. Now, if you're wondering about the siblings suffering the same fate, the answer is no. Both still continue to go to school and both appeared happy and healthy. Why the fuck? I don't know. The stepfather's family even reached out to DHS after seeing our victim really, quote, really thin. Her hair had been chopped off and she had a busted lip. This was at a hospital when she saw this, the family member. The stepfather had a medical emergency Mm -hmm. and the victim went with, like, the family to go be with the stepdad and his family, other family member saw them and was like, the hell? Yeah, but also, I was like, you're in a hospital with the a bunch of staff that yeah. are trained to look at that. But this family member later stated that one time they saw a victim standing against a wall, as a f- like f- facing the wall, mm-hmm. as a form of punishment, in almost the same condition as previously described. This That's is- something you do like a two- or three-year-old for like a minute and a half. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's... Out of middle school at this point, so there's a ballpark age for you. And this would be the last time that that family member would see our victim alive. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So at home, our victim had to obey a completely different and extremely harsh set of rules compared to everyone else in the house. And now she has no relief from it because she's there all the time. Exactly. No one to talk to. She could not speak to her siblings. What? Yeah, they wouldn't allow them to talk to each other. Locks were placed in the kitchen, like on the cupboards and drawers and stuff, so she couldn't get to any food. Um, She was forced to consume less food than everyone else. So if food was made, she would automatically get a smaller portion. Mm -hmm. Or just forego the meal entirely. Our suspect removed hose spigots, turned off the water supply for the sinks... And had locks on the bathrooms. Why? So she couldn't get to water and she couldn't go to the bathroom unless she had permission from the suspect. What the fuck? So she literally couldn't do anything in this house unless she asked and that was if she was granted. Right. I mean, who's going to ask when you're getting the shit beat out of... Or maybe they're not directly beating the shit out of her, but they're probably just going to say no anyway, right? Yeah... Probably. Alright. Now another trigger warning, because if it's not already making your tummy hurt, it's going to get significantly worse. Mm -hmm. We had a massive boulder on our shit-covered slope. Right. The shit rock. Yep. A list of physical abuse our victim suffered includes being punched, being kicked, being slapped, having her teeth knocked out, being scratched, and being whipped. And when she was whipped, a belt or a stick would be used. Oh my god. Across everywhere. Like, there was, it's not like on her, just on her back, everywhere. She was getting hit with this stuff. She'd have bruises, cuts, lacerations all over her body. And our suspect was reported to even go out of her way to collect dog feces, then rub the feces across the victim's mouth. What? Yeah. 
And if you're asking yourself, how could she do this in her home with everyone else there? And honestly, we probably aren't after everything I just said, but I'll still tell you how she managed to do this. So to commit these heinous acts, our suspect would take her into a room and beat her while plugging in a vacuum or turning up the volume on the TV as some pathetic way to muffle the sounds coming from that godforsaken room. This room was described as being bloods, bla- bloods, ooh, as having blood splatter all over the walls with some chunks of flesh. Oh God! A cardboard box was in the. Sorry, yeah, a flattened cardboard box was in the room mm-hmm. where she would sleep. That was her bed. What's even the point of that? I don't know. But that's where she spent her nights. You can get mattresses for free. She. Not for this person. They weren't. They would not allow that to happen. And then after some of her abuse, the suspect would attempt to bandage the wound she inflicted and never, ever sought medical attention for anything yeah. that she had done. She'd have to explain herself if she did. Yeah. So up to this point, there were six calls made to CPS and nothing came of it. It doesn't make any fucking sense that they never gave the younger ki- the kids that were older than her back to her because of what they had said. Mm-hmm. But they're not taking her word as like a, a teenager now, basically, right? Preteen, mm-hmm. teen, somewhere in there. They're not taking her word for it, even though she knows what's happening to mm-hmm. her and asked for help. Yeah. But I don't know <sighs> because it was originally in a different state. Yeah. If they communicate that way, because... Yeah. We all know how that happens. Mm-hmm. It does happen. I would Quite hope that they would. Cranked my heat back up more. But they did not. Okay. Okay. This is quicker than I thought it would be. <laughs> you can delete that one. <laughs> Yeah, because it's not much to banter about, you know? Yeah, right. Usually take, we usually take quite a bit of extra time to banter a bit. Yep. So now I'm going to tell you about the days leading up to her death and the day that she died. A few days prior, our victim had a significant blow to her head. And by significant, I mean she was confused and had difficulty walking or standing. Jesus. Yeah. And on the day that she died, she was found unresponsive on the floor. And I wrote that I can't imagine how our suspect felt or was feeling because after everything that she's inflicted, I don't believe she has feelings. Mm But she must have had some something in her, be, or maybe it's the stepfather, I don't know. But when they found her unresponsive, they decided to call the stepfather's family member that had seen her the previous times to tell her what was, what was happening, that she wasn't responsive. And that family member told them to call 911. <laughs> Good choice. Yeah. A little late. Yeah, but and they actually followed through with it. So for me, I can't wrap my brain around because I don't want to label it as 
worried, concerned, or scared because why would it be any of those after everything you've done to her? Right. Well, it, it makes me wonder if, like you said, like, maybe she didn't give a shit, but if he found her and was like, well, that's a bit much. You know what I mean? I mean, that's even hard to wrap your head around because you've been witnessing this your, her whole life, yeah. right? Essentially. He never intervened. And never said anything, right? But it would be weird for her to reach out to his family member that, like, hasn't seen them in a while, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So responders arrive and found our victim in a, quote, dimly lit living room without her shirt on. Our suspect had reported that she fell earlier and had stopped breathing. One of the responders had to ask multiple times how old she was because she was so small he couldn't fathom she was a teenager. Our victim had bruises and cuts on her face. She had suffered for so long, it was denied food for so long, that her bones were visible on her tiny, frail body. She had a wound on her hip that was so deep and the flesh was so torn away that you could see exposed bone. Oh my god. Yeah, the responders said it was the worst thing that they had ever seen in all their careers and immediately called, like, their supervisor and the authorities. They described her as looking as a concentration camp victim. And they said that the suspect had, quote, appeared agitated, then quiet, then hysterical. Then she laughed a couple times while they were there. They took her to a hospital where our victim, where they later declared her deceased. The suspect and the stepfather were put effectively like on notice mm-hmm. for this. Authorities executed search warrants and found evidence of an attempt to clean up their the room. Yeah, their house. And Things that they tried to throw away, such as blood-stained belts, sticks, bedding, and even the piece of cardboard that she slept on. The suspect and stepfather both knew that they were going to be arrested and face the jury, so they discussed pinning everything on the stepfather as he had a med- as he had medical conditions, and the jury may take pity on him oh my God. for it by imposing a lesser sentence. This ended up not being the case, as the suspect made self-incriminating statements, and then the stepfather revealed this plan of trying to pin it on him mm-hmm. to the authorities, which they were like, okay, we're not going to do this then. The suspect... Sorry for my paper. <laughs> I'm only 100. The suspect and the stepfather both pled guilty. The suspect received the death penalty while the stepfather received a life sentence with possibility of parole after 25 years. However, mm-hmm. due to changes in law, the suspect is no longer on death row. She is now supposed to serve a life sentence because the requirements to get death penalty in the state changed. Mm-hmm making it to where she was no longer eligible after everything she had done to the victim. Even though she had tortured this small child, 
Until she, from the moment she was alive to the moment she died. Mm-hmm. Yep. The state paid $1.5 million to settle a lawsuit filed on behalf of the victim's estate. No welfare worker was fired. Instead, they were disciplined and one resigned. I'd resign too. And I don't, honestly, I don't blame them. It's not their fault that their requirements. Oh, wait, you know, I lied. One reassigned. Reassigned? Yep. Not resigned. Nope. Reassigned. I fucked up. You fucking quit. Yeah. I'm I would quitting. quit. It reminds me of the. And like, that's it. You know? That was like four pages. <laughs> that's insane. Of crap that happened to this poor victim's life. It's so sad. It. It baffles me, too. Like, I understand motherfucking trains. I don't understand trains. They pissed me off. We're going to pause. And we're back. I understand that he may not have been super involved in the direct abuse, right? Mm-hmm. I don't fucking get how you can just stand by and let that shit happen. Ever. I've never been able to understand that. I I also, like, it confuses me how these people find each other. Like, how do you find somebody that's that weak and, like, bows down to everything that you want? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, like, because I thought, was thinking, like, reading and stuff, well, she's not his kid, right? So maybe... He doesn't care. Yeah, however, mm-hmm. the youngest one is his kid. Mm-hmm. The one in the middle is not. And mm-hmm. never says that it's his kid. Mm-hmm. Right, that's true. And that one didn't get treated the same way. It's so confusing. Yeah. Well, it also makes me wonder, like, is it? does it have something to do with her being taken? Maybe it was the dad. Maybe there's something about the dad that pissed her off, you know? Of yeah. the one that she killed. I just... That's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. The reason why it's important to talk about those ones is it was six times at least that they called DHS. Mm-hmm. And all I can see in any article ever is that they called DHS CPS. I didn't see a single report about calling the police. It was all... We called CPS, we called DHS, and not one person, I don't think, was like, oh, I'll call the police and report it. And if, like, if they had, Mm -hmm. I wonder if things would have been different. Maybe. I don't know. Another thing to note was the people that were close to the situation, because... When you report something happening to somebody else, like, I have reason to believe someone's being abused, right? Mm -hmm. The way that the one parent says it, like, she was being downplayed or whatever, they didn't really take her seriously because she's a complete third party. She's heard, like, what, fourth hand now? Mm -hmm. That this is happening. Yeah. So it's not the same. However, someone that was closer, someone that was there... Right. 
saw something, right, wanted to remain anonymous because they didn't want to get involved. You have to think two steps ahead of the game. The officers and detectives are there to investigate what happened. But this still, if it's a crime that's committed, a crime that can go to court, you have to go to court and you have to mm-hmm. deal with lawyers and stuff. And you know, It's what not they, fun. Nobody wants to do it. No, but you know what they want? Witnesses. Yes. They're not going to... Your case falls apart mm-hmm. for some things if you don't And have, it can be the smallest shit that they want to witness for. Yeah. I got subpoenaed because I handled a call five years ago that I don't remember. And they just wanted me to be there to be like, yep, that's my voice. That's me. Yeah. That's it. They just want you to say, yes, I was a part of this. That's the whole thing sometimes. That's it. That's all they want sometimes. Mm-hmm. They just need some sort of evidence, proof that this really happened. Yeah. Because it's not that the police don't want to investigate. They absolutely do. That's their job. They wanted, They want to do these things. Yes. But to have any, they don't, they don't sentence people. <laughs> they don't decide no. what punishment gets inflicted, like what your sentence is going to be. They is don't. the law. Yeah. That is going to court and it, if, and it directly depends on the case that they are able to build mm-hmm. for the lawyers and exactly. like the attorneys and stuff. So, yeah, because that is, it is so common. I don't want to get involved. I I don't want to get involved in this. And I'm like, I would throw my name on there. A hundred. Yeah. Sometimes you got to get involved. I had somebody call a while ago. And all they wanted to do was give their name. Yeah. Give their give their name about a crime that they had seen. And it was a violent crime. It was not... It was not a... a small... No big deal. Like, a weapon was involved. It was a bad crime. Mm-hmm. And they said, I, you know, you're probably already investigating this, but I just want to get my name because I, I was there and I saw it. Cool. Asked them what happened. No one reported it. What? No one had reported it. Holy he was shit. the only one that called, and he did it hours after. <laughs> That's insane. Mm-hmm. But he wanted to make sure that in case they needed a witness or something, that he called and made sure to give his name. And in the end, no no one else had reported it while well, he was certain with what had happened right. that it, someone did. And no one did. <sighs> Anyways, that's my sad story. But yes, I just don't want to ever have that. That's like modern day it's not old it's not and it's not old which means and with the i think it's gabriel hernandez or fernandez the little boy the six-year-old that died yes and they made the whole netflix documentary yeah that's not old either no that's happening shit happens constantly if you see it like because it happens so rapidly and so like even if you have called call again (laughs) Because the situation may have changed from the first time that you reported it. There could be more evidence now than there was before, so you have to keep calling. It's frustrating, but mm-hmm. you still have to do it. Yeah. I just don't want it to ever happen again. No. Prevent it where you can. Yeah. Call DHS and the police. Yeah. Do both. Double down. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Just call both. Yep. Cover your bases. 
Because, and when you call the police and you report that thing, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know how DHS liability works, but you call the police and you report this concern and you put it on somebody else. So you've taken what you've seen, you've placed this liability mm-hmm. on whoever you just told it to. Right. You have done your responsibility. And this giant weight of liability is now right. resting on this person that you just told. Yes. Except this person could literally be held liable if something were to happen. Mm-hmm. Not person reporting it necessarily, depending on the circumstances. Unless you're lying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. False reporting is a crime. But if you just told this to somebody that works in a police department, it's now on them. Mm-hmm. And what they do with it it's is on them. They want to get that liability off of them. Mm-hmm. So as like a call taker or whatever, I'm going to take it off of me by entering a call. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to now place it on the dispatcher. <laughs> and dispatcher's going to lift that weight by placing it onto an officer. Exactly. They're going to be like, absolutely not. Put that on an officer. And if there are no officers, and they place that on the supervisor who says, all right, I will notify watch command. Yeah, someone's going, the liability is going to get placed onto someone else to investigate and to do it. Because nobody wants that weight of if something were to happen Mm -hmm. because I did nothing, is it worth losing my whole life for it? Mm -hmm. And it's not. Or, and it's not worth whatever's going to happen to the person that's... I mean, even if you don't think it's true. Even if you're having, like, because people, I think people with mental health illnesses get overlooked all the time. Mm -hmm. But you have to listen to what they're saying. They're more likely to have crimes committed against them. Because no one's going to believe them. But if they're telling you that something happened and, or telling you in the weirdest way ever, like, the characters couldn't even be humans. They could be something else. They could be aliens or whatever. Aliens did this to me. And then you're like, okay. Well, that doesn't sound real. Yeah, that doesn't sound real. But then you just talk to them a little bit about, okay, well, what happened? And then it's like, well, I was out walking around, and then they, like, came up and and hit me or something, and now my wallet's missing. And it's like, oh, okay. Shit, the real crime happened. Yeah, they just aren't, they just process it their own way. Mm-hmm. But again, that's, they've passed that on to me. Right. I don't want that liability. I'm going to pass it on. Right. Sounds to me like a crime actually occurred. Yeah. That's not my... Even if they think it was an alien, a crime probably still happened to them, so let's make somebody go check it out. Yeah, it's not my job to determine if what you're reporting is true or not. That's not my job. That's an officer's job. So I will gladly put a call on the screen anytime. Exactly. And I'm going to treat it as real Mm -hmm. until proven otherwise. Yep. Exactly. Because I don't want anything to happen to anyone. No, it's too much of a risk. Yep. It's just too much of a risk. So, for all of you that made it this far, just keep that in mind if you ever see something or have something happen to you. As the airport says, if you see something, say something. Say something. something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, well, this has been a depressing episode, but hopefully informational. Hopefully. Anywho, thanks, thanks. for listening. You wicked bitches. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for sticking around. We'll, uh, you'll hear us next time. I was yep. going to say we'll talk to you next time, but we won't. Well, we we will. We'll talk. You'll listen. Yep. Okay, bye. <laughs>